Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Thursday, everyone. Over the last number of weeks, we have been talking about the Holy Spirit. And we have spent time seeing the nature of the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit is God manifest in the world today. And we've just finished talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Now, we want to take a shift today and go on and talk about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. As we have seen, there are two aspects of the Holy Spirit. There is the fruit of the Spirit that's produced in our life and the gifts of the Holy Spirit that are imparted to us. And we've seen that the fruit of the Spirit is the result of the growth and life and character of Jesus Christ within us. The love, the joy, the peace, the long-suffering, the gentleness, the goodness. This has brought the character of Christ to us. It grows within us. As we mature in the Lord, the fruit of the Spirit matures within us and we become more like Christ. Now, contrastingly, gifts are not the result of life maturing within us, but are rather external endowments. The gifts of the Spirit are special abilities and tendencies that are granted to us as believers to accomplish God's work. So the fruit of the Spirit produces the character of Jesus within us, and the gifts of the Spirit allow us to follow in His steps and to accomplish His work that He wants us to do on earth. So, we're going to go on today and begin to look at the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, let's start in 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 1. Paul writes this church and he says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. In other words, he's saying you need to be informed about spiritual gifts because they're for us, they're available to us, and it's important that we understand they're working. So he goes on in verse 4 and says, There are diversity of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Now, I don't want to read too much into these verses, but there seems to be three categories of gifts that he lists here. And interestingly enough, in the scripture, there are given three lists of gifts of the Spirit. One is in Romans chapter 12, another list is in Ephesians chapter 4, and another in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Three lists of gifts are given in the Bible. Now some of them seem to overlap, but as we look at this, I think you're going to see there are different focus. Each list focuses on a different area. Just as 1 Corinthians 12 says here, there's diversity of gifts, there's diversity of ministries, and diversities of activities. The three lists have been categorized as motivation gifts, ministry gifts, and manifestation gifts. And so we're going to look at each one of these categories and see what we can learn from the scripture. One other thing of note in this is that in each case where there is a list of the gifts of the Spirit, it also gives an analogy that the church is a body. In Romans chapter 12, it gives the list and then goes on to say in verse 4, 
For as we have many members in one body, but also the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. And then in the second category, in Ephesians chapter 4, again there is used an analogy that we are a body. As he says in verse 16, from whom the whole body, joined and knit together by what every joint supplies, according to the effect of working by which every part does its share, causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. And then finally, in 1 Corinthians 12, this list here also mentions the body analogy, and he says in verse 12, For as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. And so there is a correlation between the gifts of the Spirit and the sense that we are one body. Now this is important because the Bible says that the gifts are given for the benefit of others. Gifts are not given and we're not to exercise them just for our own benefit. They're for the benefit of someone else. And as we see in these scriptures, as each member of the body has a different function, the hands have a different function than the eyes, and the eyes different than the ears, and and from the heart and so forth, but each one is important for the overall health of the body. And so we all have differing gifts, but they are given for the benefit of others. And so as we go through this study and we look at the different categories of the gifts of the Spirit, we have to keep in mind that they are given to us for the benefit and the health of the entire body and that the body can function and accomplish the work that God wants us to do in the earth today. So these gifts are very, very important. And as it says in 1 Corinthians 12, we need to understand spiritual gifts and know how they function. So let's look at the first category in Romans chapter 12. And in verse 6 it says, Having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching. He who exhorts in exhortation. He who gives with liberality. He who leads with diligence. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Now, there's seven gifts that are listed here. Prophecy, serving, teaching, exhortation, ruling, giving, and mercy. Now, this category of gifts have been called the motivational gifts. These are motivations that God has put in our hearts. Inward drives to meet certain needs. Do you realize that the inward drive you have to meet certain needs may be a gift of the Spirit? That God has given you? A motivation gift. A gift to motivate you to act in a certain way. That directs your attention towards a certain need. I've heard them described this way. That those with the prophecy gift are movers. Those with the serving gift are doers. Those with a teaching gift are contemplators. Those with an exhortation gift are influencers. Those with a ruling gift are shapers. Those with a giving gift are producers, and those with a mercy gift are responders. Seven different motivations that the scripture says are gifts from God for us to accomplish his work. So let's start with the first one, 
the motivational gift of prophecy. Now, prophecy in itself means speaking God's word. And you're going to see in each category of gifts here, prophecy is mentioned, but with just a different kind of slant on it in each listing. In this first list of motivation gifts, prophecy is the motivation to proclaim truth and expose sin. Those that have a prophetic gift, their motivation is, we need to bring God's truth to bear on this. And so they tend to declare right and wrong and speak God's judgment upon sin. This was very typical of Old Testament prophets. They spoke God's word. They reprimanded the people. They said, you need to stop doing this or you're going to have God's judgment come upon you. And as we look at the prophetic gift as a motivation, it's one that meets the spiritual needs of people. They see that they're doing wrong. There's a spiritual judgment that's going to come upon them. And so the prophetic gift speaks to spiritual needs. Now, interesting, the next one, the ministering gift or the serving gift, speaks to practical needs. This is a motivation to take on tangible tasks and free up other people. The serving gift, it's a motivation to help in a very practical way. These are the people that love to work in the kitchen and they love to see the practical issues taken care of. That's the motivation gift of serving. Now the third one listed is teaching. The motivational gift of teaching meets the mental needs of people. It's a motivation to understand and clarify truth. Teachers want to know why things are the way they are. They love to study. They like to understand why things happen the way they do to explain very logically truth. So this is the motivational gift of teaching. The fourth one listed is exhortation. This is a motivation to rectify situations by giving practical advice. These are people that want to meet personal needs. They understand that a person has a problem here. The teacher will want to explain why they are the way they are and all the principles to get out of it. But the one with the gift of exhortation will want to give practical advice, will want to say, here's the steps you need to take in order to overcome. This is someone with the motivational gift of exhortation. The next one is giving. This is a motivation to meet material needs. It's a motivation to entrust natural assets to accomplish results. So this is people that are not necessarily rich, but they're channels. And their motivation is to give tangibly, to give money, to give resources, that a project can be successful. The next one is ruling. This meets effectiveness needs. It's a motivation to plan and organize and to complete tasks. They come into a situation and when shown the overall goal, they have a natural motivation to organize people, to slot people into positions, to plan the work so the task can be accomplished. The motivational gift of ruling. And then the last one is the motivational gift of mercy. This is the one that meets emotional needs. This is a motivation to remove emotional pain from people by sharing the burden, lifting the burden, to console someone, to, to come alongside and just be with them and to comfort them. This is a motivational gift of mercy. Seven different motivations. All are necessary. One is not better than another. 
but they're all needed. They're all needed in the body of Christ. Notice how the motivation gift of prophecy is just the opposite of the motivation gift of mercy. The motivational gift of prophecy would speak to someone that's in the wrong and say, you know, you shouldn't do that. You need to correct that. You need to stop that. You got yourself into this problem. But the motivational gift of mercy would come to that same person and say, oh, don't feel so bad. That's terrible what's happened. I'm here to walk through this with you. See how they're just the opposite? But they're both needed. We need to have a corrective influence in our life from God. But we also need those people that will walk through difficult times with us and not condemn us. As we understand the motivation gifts, we have a better understanding of why we act the way we do. And we can have a deeper appreciation of each other. Well, that's our time for today. But we'll talk more of this tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.